Okay. I you set me up. Season two, episode, episode two. two, round three. Don't bat your eyes. <clears throat> this has been the most obnoxious Listen. episode yet. Listen, you, you <laughs> wanted kidding. to do it last time. <laughs> yeah, we that was tried the plan. It, it didn't work out. That's all. <sighs> Someone got paranoid <laughs> in the middle of it both times. Well, you start talking about things that, and then like I'm like, no, 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 I, I don't want to put that on here. Orgasms. Yeah, you. That's what it was. You were talking about the the podcast I listened to. Yes, the orgasm podcast you listened to. It just made me so uncomfortable. Maybe nighttime isn't good for us. Because <laughs> that was perfectly fine. Now let's talk about it. <laughs> Maybe, but like I said, yeah, last night. Um, you know, we just have a whole day of annoyances that maybe by the time nighttime comes, it's not great to talk about them. I'm not fresh, you know? Oh, uh, no. The, the, the weight of the day is You seemed pretty fresh last night. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, Living Cashway. Uh-huh. 2-2. Two, two. That's something I was going to say this it. morning. I don't remember. I don't know. Oh, I remember... Um, I wrote an email to my family once, That's bearing right. my testimony. You bared your political testimony, kind of. No, it was more my philosophical testimony. Okay, I don't even. I don't even think I read it. I think, to be honest, it probably made me feel so uncomfortable that you <clears throat> sent it out to everybody that I wouldn't even read it. I don't even know if you if you got a copy of it sent to you. I don't think I did. It wasn't for you. So, yeah, it's talking about how, uh, you know, everybody's waiting for Christ to come, yet we can create that in our own worlds. We can have, you know, why are we waiting for somebody to come save the world when, when we can start doing it if we let go of a lot of things? Or, if, you know, yeah. let's just pretend like Jesus isn't coming and then start to do what we think Jesus would be doing in the world. And uh, the response was... Yeah. My mom told me to uh, move out of the country. <laughs> yeah, to move out of the country. So I don't like Why, it. Why? What do you remember her saying? Um, get busy, like get a hobby and stop. Oh yeah, that's right. Get a hobby. But at the time, little did she know your hobby was conspiracy theories and. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and then my oldest brother's like. I mean, at least it was whatever. Uh, well, let me know when I put my aluminum cap on. Oh, that's right. But it's just interesting. It's interesting because my devotion isn't their devotion. Yeah, it is interesting. And they're wrong and I'm right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. I just want to put that out there. But, no, it's just interesting how, how they're can't be more than one way right or I think my biggest thing is like anybody that has brought in a new idea is accused of being crazy uh -huh. you know what I mean and I'm not saying that you're not crazy you're you're fucking batshit nuts but um but who am I to say who's the crazier one or uh, like 
shit, dude. We used to do some. We used to do bloodletting, or whatever that's called. And, yeah, you go to the barber shop. Yeah. Put leeches on you or get bled out yeah. because they thought it would cure. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, so I mean, we used to do some bad shit, crazy things. <clears throat> I so, wonder how that stopped. I, I wonder. Uh, too many deaths. Probably. Well, they they. I'm sure they had to have. A massive movement of like, hey, no more of this. Like, this is not an acceptable practice. Um, I don't know. Well, I was just going to look it up, and then I saw that Piper text me. I mean, called me. So I wonder what she called me for. Um, I wanted to look at why they did it. Bloodletting. Because people would be sick. <clears throat> and they bleed it out. Um, yeah, but it's just so crazy to see how, how far technology has come and how resistant people are to new technology. It does say on here, some obese people may improve their health by donating blood. Well, That's you heard it. That's not quite the same. Don't get a lap band, <laughs> donate blood. It's probably better. You think like our bed isn't our bed. Our blood is better than <clears throat> the more healthier we are. No, it probably gets more toxins in it. It's worse. <laughs> um, I'm saying, I'm saying it's like, is blood blood? Is blood no, blood? No, I would think that like fat blood has like a bunch of fats and cholesterol and I grease like and judgmental. oil. Probably, it probably looks like uh, a fry bat from McDonald's. <laughs> and I feel like that's judgmental. I feel like they have beautiful blood. Probably. No better than a top athlete. <laughs> um, um, I don't you know. know what's crazy is that, uh, I mean, people are willing to go get lap band. They go through a heinous surgery to, to lose weight. And sometimes not even big people. So A, sometimes not even big people, and B, sometimes they don't even lose weight. Like, they do, but they're still big, or they're still eating crap, well, just littler. Uh, they're, from the ones I've seen, and okay. uh, the ones that stick out to me, I guess, are the ones that get it, and then all they eat is shit, though. They can only eat X a day, and it's usually shit. Um. I don't know. I can't agree with that. I feel like okay. there's more people I know that yeah. get healthy. All right. Okay. Well, you're going to have to eat your words. Eat your words. Cause my words. Is that a song? It's a Lil Wayne song. Oh, okay. I don't know that one. No, you don't? Well, yeah, I'll finish it. I don't. I can't. Enough? Um, no. My... my Thing with the lap band is I just have never but I want it that's what I'm saying <laughs> I'm jealous I want it oh my god I, I just feel like uh, I've never been to the, I don't know I, I can see the benefit of lap band surgery just because I feel like there's uh, there is people that have struggled with their weight for years and years and years and years there are people that have yeah. yes and uh, I don't know. I don't know the right answers to that because they profess that they worked really hard at trying to lose weight and they just can't. So I don't. That would be hard. That'd be difficult. I, well, and but honestly, 
all it does is make the meat less. True. I mean, it, it's like, that's, it's just, it's self-fucking-control. At the end of the day, um, it's just like being an alcoholic. That bottle doesn't get put up next to my mouth without me but, putting it there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. It's not like it's, it's not like it's not self-control. And even after it, it's still self-control. You just feel full or whatever. But, I mean, it is self-control. Yeah, I mean, there's some people that there's some people that I guess have medical conditions or something. I'm sure. Yeah, maybe. I don't know what those are. But all I know is (laughs) you can't be a drunk if you don't put a bottle next to your mouth. (laughs) You can't be obese if you don't keep putting food in your mouth. That's what the Ricky Gervais one when he's like. People say that they just have a problem with, you know, getting fat. He's like, nobody's injecting fat into your lettuce. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody's injecting calories into your salad. Extra calories into your salad. And the reason why I am... A drunk? The body style right now. Because I don't do anything. Absolutely. I I mean, it's just the results. It's the... What is what's a uh, a moment on your lips is a forever on your hips. Ooh, yeah. baby, put it's, me on your lips. Or, or, <laughs> or what you do in private shows up in public. I think that's another one. Like a, a back rub. A back rub in the front is a front rub in the back. Mm. <laughs> I like that one. Uh, I guess your brother says I never heard that before until this last yeah. weekend. That's a good one. I'm going to use that. Uh, me too. Hey, you want me to go, you know, back rub? <laughs> In the front. <laughs> Such an idiot. Um, um, it's just the results. That's all. Yeah. Well, and you know what's crazy is sometimes I would think that because weight's such a gradual thing. Right. It, it, I mean, it Depending takes a on year. Your... Well, and, and we see ourselves every day, or we like if you didn't see yourself, but once a year, yeah, it would be like, holy fuck, I'm fat. But because you look at yourself every day or whatever, it's so gradual that um, that you don't notice until you're like, Ugh, I can't get out of bed, and the, then it's like, holy fuck, I'm fat. And then it takes six hundred pound life. That yeah, blows my mind. But you know what's crazy? Sorry, if you but but. The crazy part about, but it takes just as long and as much effort and dedication to take it off or more. It takes a focused effort and dedication. It's not like you were focusing on getting fat, but, but it takes effort and it takes it a conscious just as choice. Much effort to get fat. I think it takes just unconsciously. Less, yeah. It's just unconsciously. I mean, you still have the drive to the, you know, McDonald's. You have to sit there. You have to eat it. I mean, consuming that many calories is a lot of work. Anyways. You should be breathing hard when you're eating. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, it, and that's the thing is I think people get impatient because it does take effort. What? Excuse me. What? Excuse me. That's been in there for a minute. Um, No, it really does. And... I think for me, it's just finding the enjoyment of the balance of I'm enjoying moving my body and I don't dread moving my body. And then 
I know I've been rebellious with working out for the past year, but it's crazy to me how when I do work out, it curbs my appetite huge. Mm. Like I don't nearly want a hamburger or I'm, I'm not just, I'm just not hungry as much when I work out. Have you noticed that the past two days or no? No. You should. You haven't I don't eaten. Eat, um, I've noticed when I work out, my days are the same. <laughs> the last two days, I've, I haven't noticed. <laughs> They've been the same. My days have oh, been the same. I would, that's what I want to say. I love having a nice gym now, though. Well, oh, that is nice. really close that I really like. So our last nice gym was in Utah at the Treehouse, and that was a beautiful gym. Even Lifetimes are nice. Oh, yeah, and then, yeah, that's right. We um, were at Arizona. We were at Lifetime. Even, I like, love that going gym. Going to Snap Fitness? Fuck that. I'm, like, it's not even interesting to me. Why? What is it? What's not interesting to you? I like the resort. Of, but why? Like, what What difference are you doing? I want to go sit in the hot tub or the sauna after and relax or like I can, okay, do work that's I can go and hang out there for an hour. You can go get massaged. Yeah. Yes. Uh, hydro massages. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I can tan there. I need to get me some tanning glasses. Oh yeah, that's right. You definitely need to get your tan on. Uh-huh. Um, I thought you were going to say it's because there's more people for you to look at. <laughs> Is that not it? No, I can't really see anybody. There's so many pieces of equipment. Darn it. Blocking your, blocking your vision. My gaze. But yeah, no, no, I, uh, I like it. I'm excited to get my hamstring healed so I can, we can do some classes and whatnot. Yeah, I'm excited for you to get healed as well. It's been a long, treacherous. Maybe, maybe you're the months. one that's making this not get healed with your negative energy. Possibly, I'm I would put it on me. It. I would put it on me. If, it, if I were you, it would be me, my fault, too. Well, I am in an emotionally abusive relationship. <laughs> That's, I listened to that TED Talk yesterday, and I realized how much of an abusive relationship I am in. Because it was like, do you do everything that they want to do? Is yes. it an emotional abusive relationship with yourself? No. No, never. <laughs> I never I have a myself. Very, <laughs> I have a very great relationship with myself. Uh, no, but the TED Talks was called In and Out of Love, and it was like about that we are, um, we can decide who we fall in love with. It's not, you know, that we're, these are conscious decisions, not just uh, accidents that happen. Yeah, I mean. You just tend, to, it's like you tend to fall in love with somebody that same um, mentality, education, uh, uh, philosoph philosophies of life, class <coughs> of you know, yeah. usually that's who you fall in love with. Yeah, unless you're a really good escort, then you can marry someone really rich. It's a mile high club, mile yeah. high club. Uh. I don't. I always wonder how you get a part of be part of being that club. You know. Well, you have to dress more slutty. Uh, and I have to be more like appealing to the eye. No, you have think to, so? I mean, no, you just have to be more like really flirty. 
I already got that down. I'm a great flirt. Yeah. But, but you just have to be willing to finish it, no? Nah, and I don't, I'm not Your a good finisher. Your finishing moves are a little weak. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a good finisher. Uh, um, no, but with the TED Talks, it was interesting because it was just saying, like, uh, this one girl, she was in and out of this relationship for 14 years, and it was, con- like, pretty, you know, uh, not abusive, but emotionally abusive, probably. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, my goodness. Bless you. Um, she, for 14 years, and so she got this, like, uh, test done where they, like, monitored her brain waves when they were, like, talking about the boyfriend, and there's this part in your brain where you feel emotions and stuff, and she's, like, uh, it was, like, so bright, like, when they would show pictures of her ex-boyfriend, all this stuff, and so she was realizing that just, like, um, exercise, she's, like, the doctor's, like, don't don't think of it like zapping and destroying that part of your brain, like stopping it. Cause you don't want to stop your love of capabilities. You want to, you want to work it like a muscle. You want to exercise it and make it bigger and have room for it to kind of flow through the emotions to flow through because she literally couldn't sleep because of him constantly think of him. Couldn't be in other relationships because it was just holding her down. And even the thought of, like, uh, it made me think of, like, okay, say, because I'm a codependent, and if you died or something, that would be really hard for me to let go of, because the guy was, like, you remember how much they made you laugh, how much, how (coughs) good everything was, and, you know, it makes you almost sick with, uh, well, yeah. You know, desire for that longing again, you know. He wasn't talking about a death. He was more just talking about yeah. breakup because then he was like, you know, you need to fastly, fastly remember why that person wasn't good for you. All of these reasons are why we're not together. Well, and, and it is hard to maybe if you got broken up with and you're like, no, I was, I'm in love with you. Like, and it's like, yeah, I know, but I don't feel the same way. Yeah, no. And, and I can see how that'd be hard. <clears throat> Get some self-worth. <laughs> well, it's really funny because I was talking to my our friend uh, the other day when I was at his house, and we were just talking about breaking up and stuff like that. And uh, and it is it hurts it hurts to be broken yeah. up with, and it's not it's not uh, yeah it, it's real, but at the same time, just like I'm codependent, and it would be freaking hard if we broke up or something like that. But I also ain't ain't no bitch, so it's like you just have to go. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we're all pretty strong individuals, even though that hurt still hurts. None of us is, no one's well, really a, that big like, of a bitch. Like you're saying, I mean, looking at the relationship realistically from a realistic standpoint. And, like, yeah, I, like I said, I mean, it is hard. It would be hard when, when there's somebody that's completely head over heels for somebody and uh, somebody's like, no, I'm really not interested. Well, and that's what I say, like, with you and I, like, the only reason we would ever get divorced is if even no matter what the hell happened in between us, but at the end of it saying, hey, I authentically don't want to work on this. I don't want to be with you. And I want to go in this direction. Yeah. If, if it be with another woman or alone or whatever. You think you'd go with another woman? Would I? Yeah, you think you'd live with another woman. I'd try it, yeah. <laughs> but like, you don't have to wait to leave. You try now. 
I wouldn't want I wouldn't want to bother you with my, you know, putting that in front of your face and stuff. And I, I mean, I, I I probably wouldn't be bothered. I probably could handle it. <laughs> I know. I doubt it. You act so tough. You would, but I'm saying mean. I I would do it mean. Obviously, I wouldn't be nice about it. Yeah. Why? Like. Because be... I don't need you to get pleasure. I don't like it when you are pleasured in yeah, life. It's true. It's always on your terms. I <laughs> always is. It's not always on my terms. You can do whatever the hell you want. Just, just get go ready. for it. Just, you're just gonna <clears throat> fill. You're just just fill some afterburn. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, my point was just that. You would have one of us for well for me. You would have to say I'm done for this to be done, mm-hmm. and I think that would be hard and it would hurt pretty badly because I think in my world I'm not done and yeah. I to me I want to <clears throat> live the rest of my life with you. So yeah, it just would be a hard pill to swallow for yeah, sure. Yeah, absolutely. My nose is running, but. And that's the thing is like when I hear relationships that end, like I just heard about another relationship this last week and that was ending that they got married around the same time we did. They have uh, kids, their oldest and our oldest are about the same age because we lived by each other. And it just breaks my heart because I am like, to me, what is something that you think you would leave me over? Unpardonable. Yeah. What's something that's not fixable? Uh, not much. Yeah, I, like I just can't even think of anything. Granted, we've done everything we like have you, to each but, other, but I, I mean, there's not much. Like, okay, cool. So you want to have a boyfriend? That's okay, great. Like, so that's where we're gonna go with this. But you know, it's then that's an interesting one because even this weekend, um. We talked to some individuals, and and he was expressing, he's like, you know, it's hard because, like, I still get jealous a little bit for, uh, like, other friends. Oh, they're they're in an open relationship? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. I guess so. Oh, oh. But they still get jealous over friends, over friends that she has. Gotcha. Over male friends that she has. uh Uh-huh. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, like... I guess if it's like, like I love you and like I'm like that would be a more that'd be different. That would be a different one than just having a relationship as a friend and and yeah, and I was having a, say, and a, and a male a buddy. friendship is fine. <clears throat> a sexual male friendship, maybe like if they're like I'm, I'm thinking if you had a friend, a girlfriend that hung on you and was just like, oh my gosh, I love you, I love seeing you, and kind of like or would call you and take time in your day, that would bother me. Yeah. Because... But a, but even, but a friend that was like a sexual relationship, but just friends, but it wasn't all clingy and weird. It was, you know, that would, I would be like, yeah, that wouldn't bother me. I don't know. I mean, it probably would bother me. It depends. It depends on how it was. It depends on if I was like out of town and you're like, oh, I'm at Sarah's house, just screw in, no big deal. Or like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. I'm not sure how I'd feel about it. 
the thing with me is I feel like if that's what the route you wanted to go and you had this friend and you wanted to do those things, I now have to make a decision. Do I like this enough to stay involved in this? And dependent on if you wanted to keep going with it. Say it really, really bothered me. And you're like, well, sorry, I'm going to keep doing this. Then I have to have the, the conversation with myself of do I get over my jealousies? Is it jealousy? Is it like... Like, I know that we've talked about our open marriage or whatever before, and I don't mind a monogamous relationship. I actually probably prefer it. Um, I think a lot has not only has to do with uh, maybe my insecurities and jealousies, but uh, it's just a lot of work. I think it's also a lot of work that I don't really want to do. So that seems, that's another factor to it. So as much as it is like I have to face my insecurities and judgments, I also have to put in effort, which, you know, you also have to decide, is this worth it to put an effort into another relationship to keep it healthy and happy and going? I guess, I guess I don't, um, I sure on, at some point, yeah. I mean, there's, if it was like that relationship, I mean, in my mind, I'm like, it's like, uh, just going to see your friend. Yeah. If that, yeah. Yours is and just very nonchalant, not even a relationship. Yeah. Just, yeah. Hey, we're friends. We hang out whenever, whatever. Yeah. But you don't feel like if this was your friend that you're fucking, that you're going to be seeing each other more than not. No. Okay. <laughs> no. <clears throat> I think that's where I have a hard time because I'm thinking, Okay, so say we're not having sex at the moment and you get horny or whatever and you just call her when I'm gone, say I'm working late or I have some, you know, I'm out of town or something like that. You, I just feel like you would be like, oh, no, I just went over to Sarah's house. And you'll be nonchalant because it was nonchalant before. And then it just keeps on being like, it's no big deal. I just keep on going over there to screw her. It's fine. You think it'd be unhealthy? No, I just think that you would make up excuses to keep on going over to screw her. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's funny. Why? Why is that funny? I don't. I don't think so. Of course you don't. Yours, your the way you think of it is like it will be perfect. I don't have to have a, be in a big relationship or have sex with them every day. I'm not saying every day. I'm saying twice a week. Not even twice a week. <clears throat> That's fine. We'll never really know the truth of this, but that's well, fine. I guess the only way out is through. <laughs> <laughs> it's decided then. It's decided. <laughs> we'll let you guys know how the results go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's not going to go well. I know that. I can tell them now it's not well. The results I, aren't well. <laughs> I don't know. You seem to be handling it pretty well. That's the thing, though. That's the thing with you that bothers me is that you feel like you would be okay with it. And sometimes I would love to put your money where your mouth is and be like, let's see how okay with it then you are. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, but, like, are you going to no fall response. in love with somebody and, like, I'm gonna be try. chatting with I'm them day in and day out for six years and just, or, like, I mean, that's the thing is like you're, you're, you're in your mind. I think you're thinking like a high school relationship where it's like you have to be constantly texting and engaging with this person. No, 
No. I don't I I'm saying exactly what you're saying is the minute interactions but on a consistent basis. On a randomly consistent basis. Exactly. I guess here's I here's the truth of it. When I think of you going and having a relationship with another girl, I see me outside of it. I don't see me enjoying my life. I see me sat at home <laughs> while you're out doing those things. Aww. So maybe I need, maybe I need to visualize <clears throat> the best life possible with you gone. <laughs> I, I love I, I mean yeah I can see the the story that you have painted in your head about how big of a deal that relationship would be, pretty huge. Yeah, like you're gonna always be over there, <laughs> every day at least twice, once a day, twice. Uh, so this is a call out for a girlfriend. Tyler needs a girlfriend. <clears throat> hey, anybody <laughs> wants to be in a relationship with us, let us you know. We'll, no, remember we'll I said you. I'm not in it. It's just you and her. This is a one-sided. I'm home, sad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want any. I don't want any joy or fulfillment. I don't want any of part it. of this. <laughs> I refuse it, and I prefer to be angry. Thank Deep, you. right? Yeah. So, do you think that? So, if I were to be like, no, nah, I'm gonna have a girlfriend, that you would. We got on the subject from like, what do you think is something that would split us apart, or like. The only way it would have been split up is if we were like, no, that's really, what I'm, I'm saying. Done with this. If you had a girlfriend, uh, I would have to start asking myself some legit questions. If authentically you're like, well, I'm going to keep this girlfriend and I'm going to stay like this. Yeah, I mean, I would have to either jump that's on like board. A hard, or, that's like a hardcore girlfriend. Sure. Then we, and then I we feel like you don't do anything. Classes of girlfriend. I feel, and I don't feel like you do anything soft. You go hard in it. You know. I feel like you're just so passionate. I don't think that you could have just a mild girlfriend. That's cute. Yeah, is it? Yeah. Do you think that's adorable? Yeah, I think bird. it's not. It is adorable. <laughs> no, but like I said, I mean, it would have to be a really big, um, hey, I'm done. Yeah. Or, hey, I want this girlfriend. And then I would have to really... I would have to see how I felt about it and if I was okay with it. And at the end of the day, if it was something worth leaving all of this, living with my kids, being under the same yeah, room. I would never want to take time away from family or like kids or stuff like that to have a girlfriend on the side. Like yeah, that's not, that's so much time and effort. Well, and that's what, like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it is a lot of work. Like, I think about another relationship, and it is a lot of work. But what you're saying is casual. Yeah, just, but yeah, totally not that. Yeah, but <clears throat> I don't know. What if it goes farther than that? And I think that's what people, like, or myself, get scared of, like, well, what if you start enjoying her more, you know? And then I think that's what people are scared of, or myself is scared of, or used to be scared of is um, the, how do I say it, the um, putting my relationship at risk, you know what I mean, like feeling like it's going to invalidate 
our relationship. Mm -hmm. If you love somebody else, it's going to diminish my yeah. love, our love. And for some reason, I feel like as human beings, we feel like we have to, or we can only love There's like a, it's this a, it's a for either, one person yeah, at it's one a time. Either or. Yeah. But that's not really how it works. It, it doesn't work like you just have love for one person and that's it. I think you just have respect for one person enough that you still love them and want them in your lives and you are honest with them. That's what a loving relationship is. Uh -huh. But yeah, that's what I'm just saying. It's like sometimes you just have to make these decisions in life like, okay, am I okay with this? And like we've said before, man, being betrayed and having a secret against you is hard. That's yeah. a hard thing. That's a hard <clears throat> pill to swallow to to think you've been living with somebody for 15 years and you think that you're open and honest with each other because I guess that's what marriage means is that you have to divulge all your secrets. But even if you started marriage out like, hey, we still are going to get to know each other for <laughs> fucking 60 years. Yep. You will never. Yeah. There's so many layers. Yeah. To the onion. And it's like if you more if you more look at it like when you get married, you're an infant and you're going to go yeah. through toddlers and teen years and all of those kind of things. And I find it interesting that people will choose to get divorced and throw everything away. And maybe they're both unhappy or maybe whatever. Yeah, maybe the one can't just handle the, the infidelity or the one can't handle the whatever. But it's crazy. Like, so the alternative is get divorced and start dating other people as, as opposed to like, <clears throat> hell you're gonna date other people anyways why make it so permanent chill out ch you know bring the boosters back a little bit and start opening up i mean this is a great opportunity to talk about your relationship in a in a way that has never been talked about before and to really be honest well and get to know each <clears throat> other in a total different manner yeah. and that's where i think the truth is it's like hey it's easy when it's easy yeah. You know what I mean? It's easy to not know the truths about somebody's heart or to really hear the intent of somebody. Um, it's easy to, to be on autopilot and never have to fight your insecurities or, you know, your self-worth or something like that. Um, and uh, I just feel like it's an opportunity to learn your partner in a whole new way. Yeah. I, I, I mean, mean, maybe they have been a freak well, and yeah, it does. that's the thing. It's like, hey, go get in a new relationship that's going to be equally boring in 15 years. Yeah. It's boring. Work on the one you got. Yes, it is. It does hurt. There is jealousy. There is insecurities. There are moments where it's, it, it is heart-wrenching. Right. And I but obviously am it. talking about the relationships that aren't turmoil. You know, that yeah, are I mean, not there's toxic. Some that are, there's some that are very toxic or violent or... Yeah. There, there, and there's, it's really, and maybe they're like that just so that they can break the relationship or whatever. Sure. I have but no I idea. know that people get jealous. Yeah. But, but you got to be accountable. I mean, they're, I, but I guess it's not, I just look at people and I think, wow, maybe it's not as easy said as, it's it easier isn't. said than I done mean, for. I mean, I even look at me. And when we first got married, I think we were even driving from our honeymoon or from our wedding. I really broke down. Uh, our wedding and you looked at that girl real hard for way too long yeah and you was that said, 10 seconds Motherfucker. you said you were looking at her sunglasses which you weren't it was but you almost broke her, your neck trying to look at her 
I and I just, I, I don't mean this rudely. I think this is going to come off rude, but <laughs> <laughs> I tend to date or I, I tend to date people that maybe not that they're broken, but that were broken like me and you were broken like me, I guess, you know, in a lot of ways. But you also had a confidence I wasn't quite uh, used to. And so I think it always made me feel inferior or in danger of, you know, like even like when we uh, lived in Thatcher at the grocery store and I told you to get the bag lady's number, the bagger, because... You said she always was she looking did, at man. you. She always stared at me hardcore. Yeah, and I was like, well, get her number then. And you're like, well, if I get her number, I'm going to feel obligated to call her. And yeah. it's like, why would you feel obligated to call her? But I just have, I always felt like, uh, I don't know. I just always felt inferior to anybody else and that everybody else was more attractive than me, <laughs> more interesting than me. Yeah, It's been a long road of me and even today, well, you know, it's not big, like I'm cured. No, and that's a big thing too, though, is like so many people want to blame or point a finger at somebody else or say, you hurt me or you did this to me. And I mean, really, at the end of the day, it's like, wow, that made me feel really insecure. I don't feel worth it now. I don't feel like I'm worthy of you. I don't feel like all of these I things. I must not be attractive. Uh -huh. I must not be interesting. I must not be. But all it's doing, all that did was confirm the self-doubt thoughts that you already yeah. had about yourself. Yep. Well, and the thing the is, I'm looking for it. Thoughts. Yeah, the un yeah. yeah, I'm looking for when you look long sure. at somebody else. I'm already like, is he looking long at her? Or, oh, I bet he thinks that pretty girl's prettier than me. You know what I mean? Like, uh -huh. I already have those thoughts there. And then once something happens, it's like, Oh, I already knew that. It confirms it. Yeah, yeah. I already knew As you a, thought that. Yeah, and, and there's so many different ways you can look at that situation with a positive perspective if you had a positive mentality or if yeah. your mind was different. Absolutely. I mean, there's just, it, that's, it's just so, it's so amazing how powerful the mind is and that that story is whatever you say what's it is. what's funny is there's people all the time that, you know, have stories of service, like their husband goes and gives service to somebody and they're like, oh my gosh, you know, my husband's so great because he, you know, he serves a lot and he does things for other people. He goes and helps people move or this lady may, you know, be needy or just want somebody to talk to and, you know, their husband goes and does it out of a kind heart. And my mind is like, oh, you want to fuck him. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yep. And so that's where it's really sad. It's like I, and I had to realize that I was not allowing you to be the beautiful and uh, fun and inspirational person to everybody, men and women. Yeah. I I was diminishing that from you because I was just so insecure, you know? And I think that's just what's, it's crazy that our own insecurities are what are our downfalls. A lot of the times they're sabotage. They sabotage yeah. ourselves with, you know, I don't know, just keeping yourself in that mentality of like, oh, I knew that. Or I don't want you going over to that girl's house by yourself, you know. And I think that's the biggest thing, too, is learning to trust. Like, if if that person 
has more to offer than me, then I guess so be it. You know, I can't yeah. stop that. Yeah, that doesn't it doesn't change who I am or what. No, yeah. yeah, and and you, I just have to be okay, and I have to be confident with what we have, and I think that's also pretty. Um, it's important to give this value, and I feel mm-hmm. like I almost kind of kept this not as valuable as it was because I also didn't want to be blindsided. So it's like, right. you know, like, oh, well, I was, I knew you're going to do that anyways. Yeah. I almost throwing the baby out with the bathwater. Yeah, pretty much. <clears throat> it's, yeah. But, and that's, and, and, and it's crazy because I seriously have so deeply loved you for so long. But at the same time, I, now I'm at a different space of love, but before I did love you, but I did hold you at an arm's length of like, um, I just knew you were going to fuck up. Like, I just knew you didn't want to be with me. I knew you, I was just waiting for you to solidify all of my insecurities, really. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so now I'm realizing like, hey, I actually have, I actually have some things to offer. Like, I'm actually a pretty good time. I'm even though some conversations might hurt, I feel like I'm becoming more open to maybe reality. Even like um, the in and out of love, Ted, Ted hour talk, or whatever. Um, you know, and talking about you know the abusive relationships, which I totally understand. But I think the hard part is realizing when somebody takes it like me takes it all too personal as well. You uh-huh. know what I mean? And we don't talk about that side either. We talk no, about that, there's the, a fine line there yeah, almost of yeah. a, a gray area of of like yeah, like you're saying, like there's that gray area of accountability and like Yeah, and that's where I just feel like it is difficult it's difficult to pinpoint. I mean, there's some that are difficult to pinpoint. And I'm saying healthy relationships. Yes. Um, it's difficult to pinpoint, hey, he tells me what to do or is, or I don't know. We always have to go with what his ideas are or yeah. her ideas or whatever. But we don't acknowledge maybe the insecurity in the other person or maybe that. I know, right? Maybe that, it feels like that all the times that you do that one thing or the, all the times that you've done it. But you're failing to see all the times that you get your way or the, all the times that yeah. you do the things that you, you do get the things that you want. Yeah. And Oh, that's what it was. There was another point that she was saying, like, do you go out? Are they isolating you? Do they make you stay in and you don't want to go out? But then it's like, are they making you do that sometimes? Or are you already like that and they're making you feel okay? Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. I don't know. There's just so many different... I don't know, directions and criterias to a relationship yeah. and what what walls each person brings into it. You know, I don't know. Well, and, and, you know, accountability is a big, it's a huge thing in a relationship. And, and blame, I mean, it, it's easy to be like, hey, you hurt me when you did that. Mm-hmm. As opposed to be like, hey, that pushed my button or I just got a button pushed and, and Let's talk about what pushed that button and where that comes from and why that's a button that got pushed because you're not who I'm at. at. You're, this instant isn't what I'm really upset about. There's yeah. a, there is some backlog. There's a, there's a whole lifetime of experiencing that button or, or places where that button became a button and figuring out why that's a button and why it's getting pushed 
and and insecurities or when this happened when when uncle sam did this this and this i hated it and so ever since then i don't like being my legs being squeezed right or i don't like being tickled on my legs yeah not my inner thighs just a normal tickle (laughs) like an uncle would uncle sam would Not a creepy don't tickle. Don't, don't, don't touch my inner thighs, Uncle Sam. <laughs> that tickles. Oh my gosh, I hate it. But, oh, I yeah. Don't, yeah, it's just, I just, for me, it makes me really sad when relationships can't get past hurt. You know what I mean? Because being hurt doesn't mean you don't love each other. When it doesn't mean that somebody else did something to you. And, and that's true. I mean, it could be that you just got um, a button push, like you're saying, like you got your insecurity button pushed. But I don't know. It's so hard because as as I'm saying this, it's like, hey, you got your insecurity button pushed when your husband had an affair or when yeah. you slept with Susan. It, yeah, it doesn't give you free reign. Yeah, and that's the thing, and that's where it's like, okay, that is manipulative. That is manipulative to say that, like, oh, are you insecure, Becky, because I slept with Susan? It's like, well, you probably shouldn't be sleeping with Susan without talking about it. You know what I mean? Like, there needs to be some communication here, and I think that's what hurts. It's not that you know. Yes, my insecurity button did get pushed, but also I got hurt because you were lying to me, and our relationship isn't built on trust like uh-huh. I thought it was. And okay, so now we know that that there were some things that weren't trusting. Like you didn't trust me with your feelings to tell me about Susan. Yeah. You know? And that's where I think that's truly where the problem lies. It's not the sex. It's not that's just no. that to no. me is a byproduct of feeling connected or feeling maybe disconnected from your spouse or whatever, just because you have a disconnect doesn't mean that you can't reconnect. And just like, well, with and, the- and when you're not honest with your spouse or with yourself or with each other, it leaves a lot of room for making a story up Yeah. for the other partner. For I mean, if, yeah. if it was just a, yeah, I went over, had sex, we've we been friends for years. We, you know, whatever, or yeah, you know, I ran into an old friend and whatever yeah i had sex with susan or but then but you get to be the narrative of the story as opposed to like your wife finding a text that finds something that says something that's like oh now you love her whatever she can she gets to the other person she gets, gets to, to fill in all the blanks yeah they get yeah. to she gets to make that story up yeah it's like the mad gabs or whatever she i get to fill in the blanks with whatever yep. i think and uh-huh. uh I just feel like things like that, massive hurt, um, are great opportunities for growth in a relationship that people don't take advantage of. I guess that's my point of it. Because I think being a hurt and going through those kinds of things and still coming out on top is what makes or breaks a really great relationship. Uh-huh, absolutely. Well, and there's so much confidence in, not that we shouldn't get hurt, but in, in knowing who we are, in knowing who I am and what my worth is, and how I don't put my worth in other people's hands. And granted, in a relationship like ours, it is different where we have so much together. But 
in boyfriend or girlfriend world or something like that, it's like, I, I there is no, I guess there's not boyfriend girl, but at any at any point, like I don't, I it doesn't diminish who I am, it doesn't diminish what you think of me or if you think someone's better than me or if you think someone has better sex with with you or whatever, it it doesn't diminish anything about who I am. Right. And and uh, I think that it's hard not to get torn down in in a painful situation like that. It definitely is. Yeah. Um, but there is so much peace on the other side of it, and there's so much honesty and truth. There, there, and, and, the, and it's going to take time. <clears throat> it's going to take time to because I think you get slapped with a reality that you didn't even know was reality. Like you didn't even know that your spouse was feeling lonely yeah. or disconnected or connecting with somebody else. And it's like there is a lot of conversations there because it almost like it makes me it made me feel like when I did find out I was like well then did you even were you thinking of her when we were at the fair with the kids uh-huh. where or when you told me I love you that didn't really you didn't really mean that then or when you get me this gift why why did you give me that gift like you almost start second guessing everything that yeah. your spouse did because you're like oh well that didn't mean anything yeah and I think that's what's hard is because you start when the, when the trust gets all, violated, yeah. it's hard to trust what they're saying or what. Yep. Yeah. And, and I think that's just what's hard. And I know I do this a lot with you. I, I'm like, you know, if you ever tell me I'm beautiful, I'm like liar. You know what I mean? Or things like that. And it isn't healthy to say things like that. It isn't healthy to have that kind of mindset. Yes, I am just joking because I know you do love me and you love what I look like. But uh, it isn't healthy. And it is... Uh, it's me holding our relationship in a space that is untrue, but I'll make it more true the more I present it. Yeah, the it, more you iterate. You know? Yeah, because because literally, uh, was it this last weekend when I'm like, dude, I'm tired of hearing about your weight, like, and how disgusting you think you look. Like, just keep it to yourself. I don't want to hear it anymore. Like, it it bothers me. Well, I'm so sorry to hurt your ears. Well, and it's like, but you're you're trying to convince yourself that you're not beautiful, or that you're. But it would help me out a lot more if you told me I was disgusting. Maybe it would. Motivate I did, me. and it really backfires. <laughs> you can't say that, Mike. I'm just repeating words that you say. Well, I don't like them, so <laughs> I don't repeat it. Keep up to yourself. <laughs> Keep your repeats to yourself. <laughs> no, it's but it's so but it's it's so interesting how. I can make up my story however, wherever, whenever I want to. Now, granted, when trust gets violated, that takes a little second to get that story back on but track. But it's just like that. It's just like that exercising that part of her yeah. brain. You know what I mean? You, I have to exercise positive thoughts about myself. Well, anytime start to look that at I'm, the positive. Yeah, and yeah. anytime I know I'm relating it, I always relate it to weight, but... <laughs> Anytime I think I'm disgusting or I'm worthless or whatever, I ha- you have to practice and I have to practice to catch it in the moment and to change it and say something positive about myself yeah. or whatever. And it's the exact same thing in your own, my own relationships that I've had to do it in my own relationships. Hey, this hurts me. This doesn't mean that you don't love me. Yeah. This, doesn't, this doesn't diminish our love. Because, uh, well, and even what, so like, it's like, okay, what's exciting about like, what, 
I'm learning something new about someone that I never knew before. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's there are positive things. There is there is beautiful in it, and it's about recognizing that beauty instead of being. What's crazy is, is you could sit on this couch with somebody you didn't know telling Uh you this whole story of their lives and the whole situation. And you could be super compassionate, super understanding. Um, You know, it's it's so crazy how when we're out of the circumstance, when we're a third party looking in, no judgment and we have love for all. But when you're in it, it does not feel like that. No, it doesn't. Because it's like, well, then why would you say that if you didn't feel that way? Why would you tell me you love me and go and sleep in somebody else's bed? Yeah. Or why would you go and then and then go and talk with somebody until 12 o'clock at night? What could you possibly yeah, be yeah, doing? Yeah, why don't you talk with me or whatever? Yeah. yeah. And it's just like... Well, and, it, and it shows that there is lack in the relationship. It shows that there's a disconnect there. Yeah. And, and, and it, it, there is room for growth there's and room that's, to and, change and i think once again that's i guess this is my final thought but it's just it's such a great opportunity i know it hurts i know it doesn't feel great but it's such a great opportunity for growth in a uh-huh. marriage because in a relationship because things really are happening behind closed doors yeah. in our heads oh yeah you know even if we want to admit it or not there still is secrets like their secret thoughts their secret desires their secret you know some may say they don't have them but there's times there's times when you may be out and about and you interact with a, 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 a somebody a cashier or uh, somebody on the street or a business partner or whatever that you're like this feels really good or i like that they flirt with me like this uh-huh. or i like that they touch me or like oh she smells nice or whatever that's normal. Yeah. I think that's normal shit. You know what I mean? Like yeah. to feel that way. But it's about knowing that just because you feel that way about that person, like I was saying, your heart is big enough. Our, our, yeah. our emotions are big enough to love one more than one person and to be connected to one to more than one person. And it doesn't diminish or uh, take away from the other loves that you do have. Yeah. I mean, had we thrown in the towel years, seven years ago, yeah, I mean, we would have never made it to where we are now. Mm-mm. And we would not have grown. I mean, yes, there's always growth. But would I still be having the same issues as I did then because I didn't right. work through them with you? Right. Or because I just decided to be like, oh, well, that lesson's too hard. I don't want to do that. Let me go. This is find an easy one. And yeah. then uh, let me... Let me just jump through relationships and then you almost until... find, and I don't know, this could be wrong, but then if you go find somebody that doesn't do that shit that you don't like, and they're really nice and they let you steamroll them, sure, or you know, because well, they let even... you have your vamp it, your emotions, and just go crazy, uh huh, and you think it's better because hey, that person lets me be crazy, but it's hard because it's like, but then I feel like okay. Am I walking, am, am I building a house of cards and how long until this person figures out that I'm a fraud or like then like, sure. did I really heal any of my, any of the emotions or did I just run away from them yeah. because we chose to step out of this relationship because we chose to be like, you know what? I'm so hurt that I can't be in a relationship with you. But what if staying there may like, there's nowhere else I'd rather be than right, right. here, right now with you, right. with all the, the baggage that we have and all the lessons that we've learned. Yeah. 
it's it's an amazing journey that we've been on and not um, it's it's a judgment to say i would have ripped myself off the other way but yeah. but i don't think that i would have learned the lessons that i've learned i would have it's easy to play a really facade game when nobody really knows yep. depth in depth who you are yep and i can't play foolish games with you yeah no well, and I just want you to be real. Uh, that's the only thing is like, I, I want this to be a sacred place because not only is it rare to find a friend, uh, a friend uh, that you can connect to with and be completely yeah. open and honest with, but it's even more rare to do it with your spouse, I feel uh -huh. like. And well, I, like I want to bring it more. Place. Yeah, I want to bring it more to light. Like I want to yeah. bring relation, like marriages don't have to end because no. because of hurt because you got your feelings hurt because there is hurt because yeah but and it's so much to do with upbringing and what we're taught and what we're told is a relationship is supposed to look like yeah and and those are just a tradition those are things that people said hey this is a i like this relationship so let these are what you guys want to have yeah but yeah that's i like yeah the sacred space of a relationship because yeah. people i don't i'm sure that they're like that's not sacred, yeah. To be cheating on each other or whatever, but it's like no, no but this, it is sacred to space, be able to talk about it, yeah. And uh, and to not ruin creates. your whole life. I mean, then you can't. Then we're like, okay, let's separate, and you can't raise your kids, and we have to go and back our and kids forth. Kids are shuffled and, and shit. Yeah. yeah. But final thought is Tyler's looking for a girlfriend. So if <laughs> any of you are, you know, I'm not looking for a girlfriend. What are you? We're looking not looking for, for a girlfriend. Y'all just friends with benefits. <laughs> No, somebody that's not expecting a Christmas gift. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening to our Wednesday podcast. <laughs> Bye, guys. Season two. See you Friday. Episode two. Bye.